cannot make this vision leave our sight. These two eyes are lenses. And whatever they see, they accept. So if they see something, so if you see something with attention, then that vision that you have seen, that sight, it has a lasting impression in your heart. When you see a snake, when it swallows a rat, you see the rat gets stuck in the snake's mouth and the snake cannot even throw the rat out of its mouth. And the rat is also very... And the rat is also stuck in the snake's mouth. And then they say, the snake also, its stomach gets swollen and the snake also dies. And the rat also dies. So they say, we accept many pictures of this world. And then we become entangled. And they say, we die a spiritual death. So therefore, when bhakti becomes fixed, then what will happen? This Aprakat Guru Shakti will appear in our hearts. And this Divya Kishore Murti will appear in our hearts. We'll have darshan of Shri Krishna. At the time Mukti herself, she stands there with folded hands. Dharmartha Kammoksh themselves stand there with folded hands. May you accept us. But still the Bhakta, he'll, he'll say, I don't wish to accept you. Therefore, it is said, So in this way, when uh, Gurudev came to the ashram, he would respect all the devotees. Because in the Bhagavatam it is said that you should consider every jiva to be part and parcel of Krishna. So you should respect every jiva. Because Bhagavan is present in everyone's heart as Paramatma. He is seeing everything, whatever we are doing. So someone would say that no, don't show anything. If you expect anyone to offer pranams, and if you don't offer any pranams tomorrow, then you will, that curse will be upon you. Therefore, whatever you do, you do with attention, so that you don't commit avagya or aparad towards anyone. So Gurudev would say, when the mercy of the bhaktas is upon someone, then he'll advance. <coughs> because if one has doubt, fear in this path of bhakti, then is there any other path for him? Having come to the bhaktas, why should one fear? He should be fearless. In Srimad Bhagavatam, it has been described. Shiv Thakur, he instructed the Prachetas in the uh, fourth chapter. In this fourth, in this fourth canto, twenty-fourth chapter, there it has been said that Shivji he he told the Prachetas. To engage in Bhagavatapasam. He instructed them. He told them, All of you go, I'll give you a mantra and this way. 
शिवजी इज वेरी मर्सीफुल एनी ऑल इज डस भगवत कथा कीर्तन थिंकिंग अबाउट शिव भगवान इज गुन क्वालिटीज गिव्स एवरी वन इंस्ट्रक्शन अबाउट भगवत भक्ति इन दिस वे इंस्ट्रक्ट एवरी वन ऑन भक्ति इन हिम सेल्फ प्रैक्टिस फॉलोज शिवरात्रि के so from before gurudev would follow the shivratri vrat and now the godiyamat they start saying because they don't follow shivratri either in iskan or in godiyamat they say why should we follow shivratri how was he born on this day he doesn't have any father mother where is his house so they say he said his vishnu is not bhagwan why should we follow swarta this is many points of discussion came and then the complaint parangurde saying this new vrat is being followed in the gaudiyamat shivji swarta so they were saying many things then parmurdev we called gurudev who told you to follow the shivrata who taught you singurudev so, said i saw the panchika you have come you have compiled this panchika that this shivratri shivrata and the time of parun is written there everything is written there so what can i do in fact if anyone doesn't follow then it's his fault i'm only following the calendar the shastras and then this upasana of vishay vigraha means when vishay vigraha is worship then fasting is followed but not for ashray vigraha like you don't fast on radharani's appearance day or gurudev's appearance day no it's a shakti tattva and the supas is followed for shakti man tattva jab vichar aaya to mahadev ne namrata se puchha sadan gurudev he asked very humbly advaita acharya is mahavishnu is sadashiv then why is there his vrata followed sadashiv vrata jab wahan siddhi ka vrat hota hai yeh to sakhya siddhi ka this shivji vrata is followed shivratri then why should this vrata we followed and so slowly in shivan bhagavatam the shivratta has been described there the scene that bhagwan vishnu he accepts this tamogun and accepts this portion of shiv thakur to destroy the world and vishnu himself he 
accepts this form of Brahma to create this world. So Brahma, Vishnu, Mahesh, they are not different from each other. They are the same. In Tattva. This way, so then Gurudev, he quoted from the Bhagavatam and he explained everything from there. So Sanatana Goswami, he is described in Hari Bhakti Vilas about Shis, uh, Shivratri. And especially Sanatana Goswami every day, when he would be in Vrindavan, he would go for Darshan of Gopishwar Mahadev, he would do Parikrama. He would be in Govardhan, he would go to Chaklishwar Mahadev. In Kamyavan, he would go to Kameshwar Mahadev. Mahaprabhu, he also sent Tapamishra to Kashi. Go there and you worship Shivji. Because. Because where can I find sadhus in Kali Yuga? Who shall I stay with? Who will protect me? Who will instruct me on bhakti? Protect me. So Mahaprabhu said, Go to Varanasi. I am also coming there. When Tapan Mishra came, Chandrasekhar Acharya, this Maharishri Brahman, many came. At that time, Mahaprabhu himself, when he'd come to Vrindavan, when he'd go from Vrindavan for two months, he would stay there in Varanasi. So there, if you follow the limbs of Bhakti anywhere else, then who will help us? But here is Sri Thakur himself, he's sitting there. And then this way, he'll help one, follow the limbs of Bhakti in all ways. Therefore, Varanasi is not Karmakshetra or Gyanakshetra. It's Divyadham. So there also Mahaprabhu, he... He told Raghunath Pattagoswami, the son of Tapanvisha, that you practice speaking the Bhagavatam here in Kashi. Then Raghunath Pattagoswami stayed there for some time. So he also studied the essence of all the Vedas. He learned from Sarvam Pandit's disciple Madhusudan Vajaspati. So Shiv Thakur, if anyone goes to him, not only will he remove one sanartas, not only will he destroy Spaptap, Malinta. Now, he also helps one enter this Bhakti Rajya. Because without Harikata and Harikata, he has nothing else to offer. So, Maharaj said, Alright. So, Gurudev, Param Gurudev, he told Maharaj, Alright, no one should disturb him. He can do what he wants. He's Bonafide, this is bonafide to follow Shivratri. But you see, in Gaudiyamat, there's a rule. You see, in Gaudiyamat, unless one is taunted and uh, unless one taunts another person, he'll never be peaceful. At heart, he, he, he always, always trying to taunt, 
pulpuli and do all these things so they said they also did the same thing to gurudev also and when i came to mathura we saw how so many quarrels take place and then gurudev would speak such beautiful tattvas and we see even gurudev has published this book shiva tattva is in hindi english in all many languages this book has been translated and published see gurudev he never he followed he was strong he never gave in to anyone's demands you see the calendars in the gaudiya mass everywhere they mention the shivaratri in vrindavan they have darshan of gopishwar in bhuvaneshwar they have darshan of lingeshwar lingarishwar and is lokanath mahadev in jagannath puri they see all the vishnus they go and have darshan of all these places but still they say you should not follow shivaratri and if anyone tries following they'll discourage that person they create so many problems so if you think about all these things and think why should then how can you advance because the uh, one who lacks discrimination who is aviveki means who uh, doesn't have the sense of discretion his love automatically flows towards material objects but the love of the bhaktas is solely upon shri vishnu one pointed ananya mamata vishnu one follows this prema bhakti he love faith towards that person this will be natural therefore just as the materialistic people their love goes towards the objects of gratification similarly the devotees their love is always flows towards the sadhus the bhaktas so shiv thakur he is his greatest of vaishnavas therefore the bhaktas have so much love for him this is not this has been told in the bhagavat and various shastras so so the others who were uh, saying things about gurudev they became silent and you see how shivji how he is he's always assisting all the avatars of bhagwan in ram leela he is hanuman in krishna leela he is bhimsen and he came as madhach and he You see, he also appeared as Madhacharya. Because who is Madhacharya? He is a combined form of Hanuman, Bhim, Pamandevata. So, Sri Gurudev spoke of many examples. And slowly they became pacified. But still they were not agreeing. So even if they don't eat rice on other days, on that day of Shivaratri, purposely, intentionally, just to taunt uh, Gurudev, from morning they would they would cook 10 times that day they make puri sabji 56 items so shivji is 56 items so we also follow so we also eat 56 days of mahapursa and so many things happened during that time So then, preaching increased. Gurudev, he saw that many young people start coming to the temple. Many people start joining. So Param Gurudev would say that all these people, 
they would uh, they would never come what do they do when i'm sitting here they're always hiding from me they're going from they're climbing the wall they don't come in front of me so then gurudev said why because some they've done something and they're guilty of doing something therefore they fearful coming in front of me so you see what they're doing because if one is overly clever it means something's wrong what do they do they see any vaishnav immediately they'll offer dandavat pranam shastanga dandavat pranam they'll roll on the ground and then they will uh, they will take the remnants of his plate they will offer dandavat to his shoes and and as soon as he goes away they take the dust from that place put on their heads they'll take some water and they'll keep the water underneath his feet and they'll take the chanamrit they'll do many things the bhakti is very uh, excessive so then parmgurudev would say they've done something they're hiding it because excessive bhakti bhakti in excess is a sign of a thief they'll do so much seva they'll do everything so then parmgurudev he saw that there was one such person and then uh, he would do lot of seva in the night when the brahmacharis and sanyasis would sleep in the morning when they would wake up and see that see all their items are missing all their things like chanting bag achaman cup clothes everything then parmgurudev was thinking who is doing this even the sanyasis became upset who is this person is not a person then they saw the big walls all around devananda vadiya mat gate is locked who is entering inside so gurudev he was a police officer so parmgurudev said this is your responsibility you should catch this person you anyhow by tomorrow i should know who this person is sanguru devin sleep the whole night he went on the roof and there he saw he was seeing from all four sides there he saw there was a new person what was he doing he would go from one room he would take the items from that one room he would go and keep it in another room and he'd be laughing the whole time and then he take the he take the clothes of someone else and put it in the kitchen then he take the, he take the belongings someone else put in the garden he take someone else's belongings put in front of the gate then he'd be laughing the whole time and he would be chanting also the so then gurudev would be seeing this person at that time there was no cctv there was no mobile phones also so in the next day param gurudev after mangalarti he said oh kornarayan have you caught that person and he said yes by your mercy i have caught Oh, I said, all right. Oh, what should we do with him? Bring him here. <laughs> he came, he offered Shastanga Dandat Pranam. He was rolling on the ground. And he said, oh. He said, why don't you sleep the whole night? because sadhus don't perform direct operation so parmgurudev asked him why you don't you sleep the whole night how much bhajan do you do how many rounds do you chant in the whole night said oh gurudev i cannot sleep the whole night why because uh, because before coming to the temple i was a thief my whole life therefore the whole night i'm awake and as long as i don't steal i cannot sleep so then who, where can i steal from so since i cannot steal from anyone i just i take his things i keep it somewhere else 
and this is when they're all shouting at each other i become very happy and all them are shouting at each other therefore what do i do you bestow mercy so say he was truthful at least he admitted his fault you should not hide your faults so then parangade blessed him all right now you'll be free from this tendency to steal now the mercy of bhagwan the devotee is everyone's upon you because you admitted your fault now you do hari naam during the night but don't trouble anyone come for mangalarti in the morning he won't sleep the whole night and just when mangalarti would begin he'd sleep and then he would wake up at 10 o'clock in the morning if anyone tried to wake him up if anyone tried waking him up he wouldn't wake up he wouldn't listen to anyone and when he's uh, and when he would eat even bhimsen would become shy saying when i cannot eat as much as he eats so it's uh, at that time rice would be mixed with water in the night two three pots would be left he would eat everything just add some chili some salt eat the rice and water and if you get some mustard oil i had the mustard oil there mix everything and he would eat the whole night and then he'd sleep after mangalarti when everyone would give mangalarti he'd be sleeping that day there he'd go to the kitchen there'd be big wok they'd use these big woks to cook and what do they do they turn these woks upside down so that water doesn't enter inside so he'd enter inside there and he'd put some nice papers there put some leaves and he nicely sleep there no one could find him so when parungadev spoke this and he told parungadev i was a thief i would you know, do all bad things in my life so when he said everything from guru and gurudev guru maharaj he said no don't worry because you have admitted your faults you have spoken on them so this is should never there's no need to hide anything in front of guru whatever you have anarthas you should say it. i have the sanartha then the sanarthas will leave you forever and even the mercy of bhagwan will be upon you therefore vaishnata means simplicity one who is simple is not a hypocrite you see one he's saying something but in his heart he has something else you see he has poison in his hands Mm, but his words are very sweet and some some their words are very poisonous but actually their intentions are very sweet see one person is sweet talking very nicely is sweet is very sweetly but inside so much poison he has but others they speak very hard words but inside they have so much sweetness so paramgurudev doing katha in the evening he said that all of you should give your mercy upon this person why because this person he has come to the temple and this is make sure it doesn't enter into maya and do bad things uh, not one or two days he had troubled many for so many days and parmgur said no you go weep in front of everyone and this way and then what happened and as soon as parmgur they told him spoke to him blessed him and everyone thought he's indeed he's a very simple person very strong person he also said that i have 
killed many people. I've done many things. He said, now I've come because now I want to change myself. So this way he went to the Sabha, he folded his hands and he prayed to everyone. Because in this life I've done so many bad things. Therefore, even I've gone to prison for many days, still haven't changed. But still I don't know how by the mercy of the sadhus I came here to the temple. Even now I'm very strong, but still now I won't do anything wrong. So all of you forgive me, he started praying. San Paramgurudha said, my sadhusang, anyone can change, even the most stubborn people can change. You see, if you give milk to a snake, only its poison will increase. But even if a wicked person comes to a sadhu, then the sadhu will change that person, he'll correct him. Because sadhu's heart is very soft, softer than even butter. It doesn't hate anyone. So you say, but for those who are hypocrites, they cannot go near sadhus. So then Param Gurudev, he said from today, you go to the Goshala and serve the cows. You lift the cow dung, make cow dung patties, serve the cows, wash the pots. And this way, you And all the clothes of the sadhus, you wash their clothes, the sadhus, old people. And this way, so he said, Oh Guru Maharaj, you bless me, so that I will not become a, source of, a cause of distress for the sadhus. May I always serve them with firm faith. So Paramgurudev even gave him sannyas. And when he became a sannyasi, he became a very, very bona fide sannyasi, very strong sannyasi. Became. When he would do kirtan, when he would sing Sri Guru Charana Padma, then just see, when he would remember Sri Guru Charana Padma, when he would remember Paramgurudev's mercy, he would weep so much. It would make all others also weep. It says, just say, oh merciful Guru, how he changed me. He took Kirtan and he, he explained them. And when, at last, during Kaur Purnima, when this Vrat was going on, when Kirtan Abhishek was going on in the evening, then while doing Kirtan, and Guru Maharaj was present, everyone was present. He offered Shastanga Dhanat Pranam, and there he left his body then, in Gaur Purnima itself. And here Gaur Purnima had finished. Abhishek had just finished. Boga was offered. Then everyone took him on the shoulders and they went to the Ganga. And there is Samadhi is also present there. There you see Paramgurudev's disciples, many of them had given Samadhi there. He had arranged for this place so that all his disciples would be given Samadhi and he was given Samadhi there. This way, you never know how the mercy of a sadhu can change a person. And so they say, and Paramgurudev and the others went preaching. They came to Howrah station. They wanted to go anywhere else. Then some uh, welfare workers, they came. And they said, oh, you only have young people with you. You've given them saffron cloth. You made them sadhus. See, they could have worked for the country, but instead of working for the country, you don't take anyone who's handicapped, you don't take beggars, blind people. You only make, you don't help the society at large. You only take the cream of society. All these people are so qualified and you make them sadhus, babajis. And so they complained to Paramgurudev. 
Sir, Gurudev. Sir, Param Gurudev said, all right. There are many handicapped people here in this Howrah station, blind people. You round them all up. You round them all up and bring them here. We'll take all of them to the ashram. We'll feed them. We'll give them cloth. We'll give them anything they want. Sir, Gurudev, Paman Gurudev, everyone went. They were very young. So then, they, anyhow, these welfare workers, they got 10, 20 beggars. They said, Paramahara told them, you just stay in the mud, eat, sleep, and we'll do everything for you. Then they all start crying. They all start crying and saying. Then Paramahara said, why are you crying? If you have something short, we'll give you. And they said, no, no, I cannot go. One blind person said, I cannot go. I said, why? Because here, there's an old lady. She looks after me. So whatever I get in Bhiksha, I have to give to her. I have to look after her also. And if I leave, then who will look after this old lady? And they asked one handicapped person, you at least come to the temple. He said, oh, I have so many members in my house. Whatever Bhiksha do, I have to look after my family. So even one person would not come to the temple. So morning to evening, so many thousands were collected, still Paramgurudev. So then, you see, he's not, you see, a coward can never become a sadhu. A bogey can never be a yogi. Only he wants to enjoy this tendency for boga. How can he leave this moha, this boga, and come to the ashram and become a sadhu? So then Maharaj, there was a big, and then there was a big meeting in the Hoda station. And they said, there were all the travelers in the railway station, all of them came and they started listening to Paramahadeh Sarikatha. So the time after some time, what happened? In front of Devan and the Gurdhiyamad, there was one uh, blind boy, very thin. So someone took him and threw him in front of the gate. Or they on the body and they left. So they, of course they knew that this whole thing happened in the Hauda station. So then after Mangalarti Parangurde we saw this handicapped boy. He won't torn cloth. Someone had just thrown him outside there. So it seemed like a dead body. Parangurde said he was actually moving. But he was blind. Could not move properly, could not even speak properly. So then, some. You see, in, you see in Bengal, they especially like taunting the sadhus. Then they start saying, Mukam Karajiva Chalam, Pangam Langete Girimiat Privatam Mande Shri Gurtarinam. Then the Bengalis said, Oh, now let us see now. If the Shri Guru can change this handicapped boy, let's see if he can make him cross mountains. Let's see if he can make him see again. Let's see if he can make him speak eloquently. Then he's really a sadhu, they said. Or else he's not sadhu. They said they start taunting the matwas is there, they were on the So Gurudev would always stay there, Param Gurudev. said, Gaurana from today. You give him Jannamrath every day, give him prasad. <coughs> Not in the gate, but bring him to the Natya Mandir and keep him there. He'll stay there. So then they said, how can he go to the toilet on his own? Who'll look after him? 
who will take him to the toilet every day clean him give him food this is your responsibility the maharaj said all right you give me the order guru's agya should not be deliberated upon then bangurudev said keep me here not among the new thieves will not come monkeys will not come because he's there because who will stay natamandir you see even in our temple if you come no one is here in natamandir even a sparrow will not go see sometimes in after arati i come i sit then they sit and after sometimes i see no one stays here so then parmur said all of you are just locking yourself in rooms so this handicap boy at least let him stay here then no thief will come here no monkey will come and disturb anyone here at least they know there's one person sitting here and this person every day they give him prasad janamrat and then every day maharaj would give him parangurdev's remnants he would give remnants of other vaishnavas and this person slowly slowly he he started moving his body before he would not even walk properly now he would stand on his two legs then he took a broom they start cleaning the natya mandir slowly and this way gradually he start crawl, crawling on his knees and he went to the bathroom he even washed his hands he even throw start throwing the plates away now he no longer staying now he stopped staying in the natya mandir then he he went to the garden he would pick flowers and so this way he'd go everywhere and during the rainy season everywhere he would never complain he'd never give anyone any difficulty then by Guru Kripa he people would taunt him so Maharaj he would tell Paramgurudeva Guru Maharaj Prahlad he had said, even if I take the sins of the entire world, you give it to me. I will enjoy and you liberate everyone. Even Vasudev Tata, he told Mahaprabhu the same thing. That may all the sins of the people come to me. I will suffer for the sins and you give bhakti to everyone. So I say, Maharaj, he told everyone. all of you bless this boy then he always come to the dham he's come to the shelter of the sadhus shelter of the sadhus so, so, so anyhow maharaj would secretly give him this chanamrit of the sadhus the remnants and then you give him you feed him then slowly you see if you plant a seed then grows into a sapling then grows into a very huge tree you shared to so many flowers are blooming and then the fruits and everyone is so happy so similarly now what happened after some time he started speaking also and then he started saying oh guru maharaj guru maharaj and before he would speak in broken language and pound every day he would come to see him He would come from anywhere and see, oh, is he here or not? Is he still alive? Because you never know how many years one may live in this world. 
जो है आफ्टर सम ईयर्स ही वुड गो टू द गोशाला ही वुड स्वीप द फ्लो ही वुड कलेक्ट द कौडंग स्लोली हिट गो टू द प्लेस ऑफ द पॉट्स वुड बी वॉश्ड एंड आफ्टर सम टाइम भगवान दीक्षा He, he asked everyone, "What name should I give him?" And they said, "Someone said keep his name Guru Das. Now here I'll keep his name Vaishnav Das, because by Vaishnav's mercy, he has got new life. So Guru Dev would say, until the last day of his life, he used to render so much service. No one could compare to him." Would be compared with him because heart of a sadhu, even if you do a little service, then Bhagwan says he will still becomes indebted to that person. And sadhu is even more merciful than Bhagwan. If one does a little bhiksha and gives to the sadhu, and Parmgurda would say, "Let us see, he is going house to house, collecting bhiksha, but still he so many are shouting at him, chastising, but still he goes." When Parmarudha asked him, then someone would ask, "Why are you coming here? Even when I'm shouting at you so much, then you give me what you have. You only have these insults to offer to me. So since you only have these insults to offer me, then I'll accept those insults. This is my reward." So he says, "Sadhu, you see, he took their insults away also. <laughs> see, even if sometimes you see some people insulting sadhus, they're doing so many things." So the sadhu also takes his that piety, impiety, everything because sadhu will not return empty-handed. He'll take everything that they have because he's come to take bhiksha and he'll take something or the other. Then they say, "Just see, he's come here. See, he's rolling in the dust of the sadhus. Once we were in Gordan during Rajmandal Parikrama." सनुगुड महोत्सव इवनिंग सो मच शुड बी कुकड इवन टेन थाउजेंड ट्वेंटी थाउजेंड दान घाटी एंड डिस्ट्रीब्यूट ऑल दिस पीपल देर फ्रॉम टॉप आई हर्ट सम साउंड वेर यू गोइंग Oh, I have something left. Paneer sabji, so many things. Alwa khir, rasgulle, kachori, so many things. Because no one leave this now. So what can I do? Where to give them away? Then this Vaishnav told me, oh, you don't want to give them anything nice. You want to give something which is old. They are actually doing more austerities than you. During the whole day, night, rain, rainy season. They're rolling in the dust of Giriraj, and so you're giving them all these uh, stale food, and you're partying with their with this sin. Why can't you give them nice things to eat? Then I'll give to the cows in the Goshala. 
if you put this on the ground then the cows eat it and the cows may die this is not the food for the cows then what should i do therefore therefore whatever you like you should make sure others also eat that don't give them stale food saying oh whatever everything has been left over i'll just give this food then who will you will be you will attain you will uh, receive sin because of that and when you feed the cows feed the cows very nicely put it on a plate and feed the cows not that the cows eat the mud of the floor and this way they would This is very so. They would say as a part and parcel of Krishna, because Krishna himself said, "My own Sajiva Loka Jiva Buddha Sanatana." They don't say that if they're like a long daluda, if they're handicapped, is that they see how tolerant the soul is. Even now, you see on the banks of the Yamuna near Giriraj, even now you see so many sadhus are doing tapasya there, rolling on the ground. Nalgur Manigri Nadshi, he made them trees and he left them here in Braj, and just see. Krishna bestowed his mercy on them. But we cannot stay. We like a nice bed. We like a nice pillow, nice food, hot water, nice uh, soap, oil. Let's just see how the others are doing tapasya. So if we don't give nice things to them, we give them spoiled food. And saying, oh, let them eat it now. So we hate them. Then who will receive the fruit for this? and we give so much charity and still we, we give something nice so even since then since i was chastised then even now i made this rule to say always give it whatever you have give it away quickly don't save anything gurudev would say if something's nice then you can heat it up and distribute but don't give anything which is very stale spoiled So they say, when the, when the thali would go to Param Gurudev after Boga, Param Gurudev would distribute everything from his thali, from his plate. He would not even keep anything for himself. So, so then Param Gurudev said, make 40 kilos of rice and some sabji. So that time in Mathuramat, there's a main road in front of the temple. So that time, after one o'clock, when everyone had taken Rapsar, then Maharaj would say, I'll sit on the chair. and they get all the rice and sabji out so the time whoever was the the poor rich everyone would come and sit in line and then they say the sevak the sevaks every day they had this rule then hot prasad would be given to everyone and then parmgurudev would say and then he come and say he say if you if As long as an Atma does not get Bhagavad Prasad, how can that Atma attain auspiciousness? How can he be changed? Because your mind will become according to the food you eat. If you want to change anyone, then you should make sure he gets his purified food. Then his meditation will be fixed. Then that will be the cause of his liberation, Uttamagati. Because the food is pure, then... his mind will also be pure 
and his remembrance will be very strong. His memory will be strong. He will not forget easily. Because Mahaprasad has so much strength. And what will happen? He will, he will think. Why am I bound by these attachments? How can I achieve bhakti? That time he should have bhakti. He prays to Sri Bhagavan. So Param Gurudev, he would, every day, he would come and see what was being distributed. Even Gurudev would see sometimes if sadhus would come and brahmacharis when they are just eating something and when they would be sleeping and Gurudev would see no one is there then Gurudev he would go to the storehouse he would get some matas, some potatoes, some good he would tie them in a bag and he would tell the sadhu to take this money go to the bank of the Yamuna buy some kaurang patties and you can cook for yourself and if he found even one brahmachari he would say oh these sadhus have come Go make some food for them, some prasad. And if something is there, then Gurudev would give to them. Gurudev would say, giving this Bhagat Prasad to any soul is such, you're doing such great well-being for them. Great is good for them. In this way, this way you can give them ordinary food. But who will give them this Bhagat Prasad? Except for this Bhagavad Prasad, there is no other Kati for the soul. This is Guru's Purichai. Guru, he gives this Bhagavad Prasad and he makes all the souls happy. And one doesn't have this Dhyaya. You see, without this compassion, then how will you be following Dharma? If you have three, three rotis, then you eat only one roti and you give two rotis away. You at least give your share away. In the last Maharaj gave so many blessings, he said. You see, until 3 o'clock in the afternoon, you should be always thinking, as everyone eaten, you should eat at last. At least one person. And Gurudev would stand and see if anyone would come, they should not go hungry, return hungry. They should be fed something at least. And this way, this way, you see, when you, when you're going to, when you've taken birth in this world, one day you'll also have to die. It is certain. Masil, before you die, if you cannot engage in the welfare of others, then why have you taken birth? It always work for the welfare of others. If you only fill your stomach, not helping others, then what is use? Before. In the Bhagavatam it is said, if one is only engaged in eating, meeting, sleeping, sleeping, defending, then he is no better than an animal. He is like an animal itself. Arnidra Bhaimathun is common to everyone. All the animals are eating and doing all these things, sleeping, mating, defending. So what is the difference between a human being and an animal then? He is also a human being without dharma is like an animal. What is this Parodharma? Savipamsa Parodharma. Please the soul, what will you do? How can you make the soul happy? Can the soul be happy by food, medicine? You do Bhavad Katha Kirtan. See here, you speak Harikatha. Parikshit Maharaj, he heard from Sukhdeva Goswami. Sukhdeva Goswami made him drink this rasa. This way, he forgot to eat, drink, sleep, anything. <coughs> he said, we don't eat or drink anything. He said, no. 
only drinking this rasa by my ears. So who can get this rasa? One who is living to Tarshna, who has nothing, who aspires for nothing from samsar. So Muktapurush, he can make one drink this nectar. Or else, Bhaktabhadoli, Bhaktabhadajal, Bhaktabhurashesh, 18 sadhana is bad. See, the lotus feet of the, the touch on the lotus feet of the Vaishnavas, the Radharamrit, the Shanamrit, is everything you need. At that time, there were not so many sevaks, not so much wealth, property. But Gurudev, that time, Bhiksha, Brahmacharya to Bhiksha, bring Atta. And one day, roti should be made one time. And his sons would come, but they go, return him hungry, never. We give to everyone. So then what happened? Maharaj, you would say, we've heard from our Guru, we've been taught by them, that if one is hiding, locks himself inside, then he'll become mouse. Become an owl. If you cannot keep the door open, say, oh, you're Vaishnav, I'm Vaishnav, I'm Vaishnav, my wife is a Vaishnav, and my son, he's the chief Vaishnav. And except for these three Vaishnavs, who should I worship and serve? So this is not this Atakana. Then what will be the result? One will have to suffer. So Gurudev would say, when Prashar Harikata would be spoken, He said, Paramgadev, from his very childhood, he was under Prabhupada's care. And they were always inclined to do seva. And my Guru Maharaj's name was Sachan Sevak. Prabhupada gave him this name. He said, Sachan Sevak would serve everyone. And then what happened? Then Gurudev, he saw. The one boy has come. From a very educated family, he starts staying in the temple. He said, I'm from the Brahmin family, from a good family, I'm educated. At that time, he had, a, he had an MA in honors. He said, I cannot do everything, but if you give me Diksha, this Brahma Diksha, Brahman Diksha, I want to be the Pujari for the temple. Other things I cannot do. Because in my family, I only want to be this uh, pujari in the temple. I will not do anything. I cannot wash pots. I cannot sweep the floor. I cannot lift this kaudang biksha. If I want, I can be the pujari for the temple the whole day. So everyone started laughing. Said, all right. They went into Param Gurudev. Param Gurudev said, all right. You'll be pujari. Can you wake up three in the morning? He said, what is three? Even 12 o'clock in the morning, I'll wake up. Because I'm your servant. As you as you wish, I'll serve. And he said, All right. So that time Paramurdev he told him on his face that there's one is the order of Guru Vaishnavas and the other is your order for Guru Vaishnavas. So do you want to receive the order? So are you ordering us or are you waiting for our order? Are you going to decide what is good, what is bad, or you want us to decide what is good, what is bad? Are you Guru, or our Guru, or am I your Guru? They said, no, you are my Guru, you are my everything, whatever you say, I'll follow. 
Just see how such a great devotee of Bhagawan. Everyone was very astonished. They say after six months, <laughs> one day they saw during Mangalarti, the gate was not open. The gate, until seven o'clock in the morning, the gate was closed. Then they were saying, where is the Pujari, where is the Pujari? Everyone was looking in this way. Then anyhow, they took the key and they opened the gate. And there they saw everything was, every, Thakurji's crown was missing, his flute was missing, everything was missing. And what did he do? The whole night he took everything away, tied them on a bundle and ran away. And after four or five days he sent a letter to Param Gurudev. He said, for six months I served so nicely. Here I thought there was so much gold, silver here. But here I am seeing there is nothing here. No gold, no silver, nothing here. Six months I wasted of my life here. Wasted six months of my life here. What have I done? If I had worked for six months, I would have gotten so much money. But here I was only lying on the streets. The mosquitoes are biting me so much. Performed so many austerities. And see what I got in the end. Some useless pots. Some useless things. See how cruel Bhagwan is. How he's rewarded me for my seva. So Param Gurudev would say, Oh, Gaur Narayan, just see. Just see what kind of Pujari he is. Therefore, there are so many who show off in the temple. Immediately they shave their heads. Immediately they take their mala. Immediately they offer pranams to everyone. They take their food dust. They take chanamrit. They do so many things. And then in front of everyone, they'll start speaking so many shlokas. And they'll be chanting the whole time. And they say, let's say, oh, And they say, they say, they speak very nice things. So then, everyone would fold their hands and they kept his name Santaram. So then, Maharaj would say, then another Seva came. So then, Paramurthy said, he's a nice Seva, so I'll send him to Mathura Vrindavan. So that time there was a temple in Mathura. At that time, Prabhupada says it, he would do Rajmandal Parikram with everyone. At that time, in Mathura, near Dampier, there is Baldev Ashram and Prabhupada stayed. Because Parikrama would start from Mathura. They would go to Madhuvan, Talwan, and then again they would return to Mathura. So during Prabhupada's time, his disciples, grand disciples, there was a big festival there. So this way, Paramurthy was the Sevak Prabhupada, he was the manager. So Prabhupada came there, and Paramurthy himself, they organized everything. So then they stayed in this Baldev Ashram. Then Paramurthy said, we should uh, keep a nice temple here in Mathura, in remembrance of Prabhupada. Satyam Gurudev was there, Trivikram Maharaj, everyone was there. Said, Gaur Narayan, now you find a nice place here. Before we stayed in Dharmashala, then wherever we could find place, we would stay there. Because at the time there were no homes there, there were only Dharmashalas. Outside Holy Gate, there was nothing. There was only a post office, this Rangeshwar temple. And then this Dharmashala. 
and bus stand there was no because bus or nothing dempier park nothing there's only a forest there so this way this is garib das darmshala this way and sadhu remained this darmshala this sadhu wanted to do he kept some ladies to work for him but then in the end uh, one lady she hung herself and the other lady she had two children madan two children were madan and sadan so this way anyhow this lady she started looking out at these two boys she had so much debt so gurudev said i can i buy this parmshala she said all right 24000 rupees he said so gurudev told param gurudev so param gurudev said prabhupada has come to this place this place is the bhumi so anyhow we should take this so we had no 24000 rupees so there was one guru bhai sanadan prabhu who took sanyas along with sai maharaj his name became muni maharaj so he used to do so much work during prabhupada's time every sunday he would come to mayapur and let's say sanadan prabhu was coming and then he bring pen pencil slates for the students who are studying in school this way he will bring them sweets bring them dhoti ka chadar so many things but i would be so happy seeing him everyone is to have so much faith in him so he said i'm going home i'll send my factory the gold that my wife has so anyhow i'll bring this 24000 rupees and buy this dharmshala Parmgurudev was waiting and then he sold everything away. And he owed 24,000 rupees he gave to Parmgurudev. And he said, the registry was going on. Then the two sons, Madan and Sadan, they took the deed of this, the will of this, and they started chewing on it. They put it in their mouth. And then they said, they don't care for this will, this deed. Then Trikramaj gave them one slap. And then anyhow he took the, he took the deed out of their mouth. because that how will the registry take place when they're chewing on the registry paper so then anyhow then param gurudev bought the sub register and anyhow the the temple was registered and then when the temple was registered but still they won't leave that time there were so many people living there many people had occupied the place only two rooms were empty and the temple hall was anyhow empty their giriraj was being washed So then, so many court cases were filed. Then they say, anyhow, all these people who are living in the temple, they were giving separate homes, and just in even now, one even now one is still remaining, and anyhow he is also he was also evicted. Why? Because Prabhupada placed his feet there. Then the Swami Prabhupada also received sannyas there, Muni Maharaj. Bhakti Kushal Narsim Maharaj, he stayed there. So many sannyas he stayed there. Bhikshu Maharaj, he stayed there. Padmarab Maharaj, Bhikshu Maharaj. So many sadhus stayed in that place. And they even left their bodies in that place. In front of my own eyes, so many sadhus left their bodies there. Very perfected place. So the Guru Varga, you know, by their own action, they show.
and then tomorrow we'll listen. It's getting late now.